is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. On a side <laughs> note, chickens terrify me. Really? Wait, how do we get? Oh, because I'm a chicken. You, you said you're like, a chicken. How do we get to chicken? Why the word chicken chicken's is, like a trigger word in a negative way for me. So is it because don't they're say tiny dinosaurs? It's because they look like demonic beings from hell. They have like this little comby thing on their head and like ah. the little neck thing. So the movie the Chicken beaks. Run is terrifying to you. <laughs> yes, it was terrifying to me. Anything chicken related, like the Napoleon Dynamite scene where he has to go collect the chicken eggs and there's oh, all these hundreds that of scene is pretty okay. amazing. So my older sister is terrified of chickens as well. And we used to have church events at a family's house at our church that had a chicken coop in their backyard. And two of our friends pushed her into the chicken coop and it like scared the living daylights out of her at Dan and Jill's That's house. scary. Oh, I, and I raised chickens too. And I used to have this rooster that. Like, so have you always been scared of them? I've always been like, yeah. And I don't know how I survived like raising chickens and I had to go collect the eggs from the coop and stuff. So there was this rooster. And so I u- had this bucket of grain outside, like in my front door. He's I from Idaho. I should uh, clarify. I'm from Idaho. Yeah. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> so I threw a handful of grain and I'm doing hand gestures, but uh-huh. like <laughs> I threw a handful of grain out the door. So the rooster would be distracted. I'd run to the barn door, slam the door, do my chores in there, do the same thing on the way back. I did that for a few years. Oh my Until gosh. the rooster became really mean and my mom like hit him with the baseball bat or a piece oh. of wood and then she's like, call the neighbor, see if she wants a chicken for dinner. Oh my god. Two, three, four. Podcast for making a podcast about 30 rock. Podcast for making a podcast about 30 rock. Calling it top 30 to me, it is great. Hi everyone, it's Kelsey. I'm Kimmy. And this is Talk 30 Rock to Me. Talk 30 Rock to Me. I, I love that you always do that. It's like, I'm just like, bam, and it's kind of my Is that what thing. it sound like to you? It's like a hyper chipmunk. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Said with a lot of love. Oh my God. And not God. creepy at all. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I, I always know that you're going to echo it and it's like always We're more in this energetic. together, Kels. We're in this together. I love it. Um, this is our love letter to uh, 30 Rock, Tina Fey, comedy. And badass lady. I Al like that Gore. we say that. It's like my <laughs> Al Gore. <laughs> um, I was talking about Al Gore at a party last night. It was great. Well, because he has his new movie. He has his new movie and I forgot him and Tipper got divorced. And I was oh, like, we also like kissed at the Democratic Convention. How can that not be real? <laughs> um, boo! <laughs> it was a gross kiss. Anyway, <laughs> um, we are here to do about all, to talk about all those things that Kimmy just talked about. Before all those things and, and more. Yes, and more. Uh, before we get started, just a couple of fun little plugs that we have to do. We gotta say it, guys. You gotta hear it. We gotta say it, or just hit that thir- that fast forward thirty seconds right. button. No, Don't so do it. Number one, if you buy things on Amazon, <laughs> make sure you use our Amazon portal link that you can find at boardwalkaudio.com/talk30rocks.me. Click support our artists and then go buy something fun um i don't remember what i bought this week oh i bought hangers this week did you buy hangers i, I saw your insta my story teal velvet hangers that make me so excited which i'm going to talk about in this episode so i'm going to save that for later but you Great. can buy things i'm so looking forward it to that very exciting i bought an air mattress and a, and a vacuum because i'm an adult i love that uh, i like how this <laughs> section is just like what did they buy on what did amazon we buy this week? i love uh, it um and then also Audible. I love Audible, and I always have, and she I always She does so will. much. If the Audible were a man, she'd marry him. 100%. Kelsey Audible just sounds so good. <laughs> 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 right? 
Dear Lord. <laughs> so if you like listening to books or maybe you like reading books, but you're always in the car and reading and driving is generally frowned upon. Um, it is. Get an Audible subscription. Go to audibletrial.com slash talk 30 rock to me. Sign up. Try it out for 30 days. If you don't like it, just cancel your subscription and it's totally fine. Um, I was just listening today to a not very happy book, but it was my story by Elizabeth Smart. And it's the Mormon girl who got kidnapped in uh, Utah many read, years ago. Kelsey, I, know. I don't know what to do with you. I'm reading not on Audible <laughs> in real life. River of Doubt, the story of Teddy Roosevelt on the River of Doubt in the Amazon. Ooh. It's great. We're very different people. Do not read River of Darkness. I hated that book. It's about this whole Amazon thing. And they like chop up part of a, a horse to eat it and they put mud on it. To s- it. Don't read that. But you just made me experience <laughs> it, though. So I practically read I it. I hated that book with every ounce of my being. <laughs> Anyways, audibletry.com slash talk 30 rock to me. Tell me what you're listening to. And I'll probably buy it with my next credit. Mm-hmm. One other thing. We have an announcement. Yes. Is this, this what we're talking about? Yes. Great. I you couldn't decide vibe. I, I love it. I couldn't decide if we're going to save it to the end or do it now. No, let's just do it let's now and it now. at the end. Yes. So we have some really exciting news. And this is if we had known about it beforehand and hadn't pre-recorded, we would have said this. You can see Kimmy and me live in person. In person. We have a live show. And not just at the Nerd Melt. No. Well, no, this isn't going to be at the Nerd Melt, but like I, never mind. Yeah. I got lost. We are so honored and excited that we were invited to go to Comic-Con Palm Springs. Woo! Um, we are super excited. So Kimmy and I, you can find us on Sunday. I don't know the exact times yet. We'll post it on Twitter when we're gonna, we do. We're going to put it out there. So all of our SoCal listeners, come on out, out there to Comic-Con Palm Springs. Face the heat with us. It'll be great. But So we are on a woman in podcasting panel. Woo! Because we're women and we podcast what and then i'm gonna put that on my like resume from now on and oh. my personal business you cards. should for sure and then after that woman and podcasting panel we are going to be doing a live show and we are doing a live show it's kind of a crossover live show with another podcast called alex p keaton is my friend which is the family ties podcast great all um, tv podcasts unite yes it's going to be so much fun we'll post more on social media you can find it on the boardwalk website and all that when we have it if you're going to be there let us know come find us and that is um happening sunday morning early afternoon in one of Mystique 3, I think I heard somewhere. So, Dear Lord, is that named after an X-Men character? I don't know. Or Mystic 3. I don't remember. I was oh listening goodness. to it. Did so, it have a Q-U-E, Kelsey? I don't. I was listening. I uh, was not reading. Bummer. Oh, but, and this is happening the last weekend of August. <laughs> Comic-Con Palm Springs. I think it's the 26th and 27th. I think the 27th is that Sunday. You can find us there, and we're super excited about it. So come out. It's going to be really fun. Say hi. Um, or don't weirdly just watch us walk around. That's what I do when I'm a Take fan pictures of and send them to us. Yes. Like, oh, we see We you. were here. <laughs> It'd be nice and Creepy. Oh man, but that's enough info about other things because we have a guest. We, we got do. one finally. <laughs> it's been a couple <laughs> weeks. No, we got the coolest guest ever, Lee. I'm gonna like intro you. So this we have Lee Pugsley. Dude. Hey guys, what's up? Dude, it's is that your last name? I'm Pugsley. sorry. That is an awesome last name. It, oh my god. It is my last name. Now the thing that's funny about that is commonly associated. Like when I was growing up, commonly pe- I'd say my name is Lee Pugsley, and um, like parents or like kids would be like oh like the pug dog and i'm like so you're comparing me to a <laughs> dog which i don't really think those dogs are very attractive i honestly. love those dogs so watch yourself <laughs> but then or like they would say pugs are like the adams family who's a little like chubby oh, kid and he's cu- he's cute enough but i'm like so i'm compared to a chubby kid or a dog <laughs> and do i look like either one of these things no, no you do not you do not okay you do not. okay i gotta say that real quick no no okay okay Our thanks no. it's no. a wonderful uh name lee is one of the most fabulous people i know on earth lee is so kind lee knows everyone lee throws a dope oscars party lee is so good at checking up on people he's just he's so cool and lee knows acting lee knows performances lee knows musicals lee is an encyclopedia we're all better for knowing lee and we're better because he's on our podcast i love it 
And I'm better for being here too. Because oh, you guys nice. are awesome too. I love spending time <laughs> with you guys. Oh, I'm so glad. This is fun. Well, you we'll just drink iced tea and chatter away Ooh, about this. And thank you guys so much for having me here too. I'm super, so excited. Thank you for no being problem. patient while I got in a car accident and you had to wait and have to drive back morning. and forth from Glendale. Y'all, shout out for Glendale. <laughs> for those of you that don't accident. live in LA, these things happen. You just gotta go with it. Particularly when you're an idiot, um, like myself. So it's cool. Carfunkel's gonna be okay. My poor car. Um, car accident's the worst. Car accident's the worst. But you know what? We're, I'm alive. The person I hit is hopefully... No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. They're alive. Everything's going to be great. Um, we're all happy. And we are here to talk about 30 Rock. So 30 Rock. Lee, this is the question we ask all of our people. What was your meat cute with 30 Rock? Were you guys at the grocery store and grabbed the same can of mixed vegetables? Like, how did you two meet? Well, here's what happened. So I saw 30 Rock across the way. <laughs> it winked at me. You were leaning into this. I winked back. Um, you know, I saw a little bit of a smile. I'm like, there's a little bit of familiarity there. And so I'm like, I need to get closer. So step by step, I inched closer and closer oh my God. until, bam, I was there. Now, This is some Edward and Bella level sexual tension this. I'm experiencing right now. This is great. I'm kind of, you know, like painting the picture because like I'm a director. And so like, you know, it's what you do. You visualize, <laughs> you paint the pictures, you, you set the stage. Um, okay. But really what got me into 30 Rock actually was when it first came on, I was kind of like, oh, that seems kind of cool, you know, but I wasn't like into it so what totally. got me into it because i'm the biggest theater nerd that you'll ever meet mm -hmm. because like i'm into like the broadway community and that's like what i do is like you know theater and like you know directing acting all that kind of stuff um there was this guy named cheyenne jackson who was oh. on epi or season four season four I danny believe? danny oh, baker yeah yeah. yeah 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 he's he's coming up we're not there um, yet i'll have you we can have you back for a danny so episode oh, you totally should so here's the connection with cheyenne though so i grew up in idaho and I did community theater with him. So is he from like, Idaho? He is from he, well, he's from Newport, Washington, which is about. I grew up in this town called Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which, which is, is about super forty close minutes away. Yeah, forty minutes away from like. So he would do like community theater in Coeur d'Alene, and so okay. the first show I did with him was when I was in sixth grade, and I did like Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella at our community theater, which I actually still have the video that I just converted to DVD, yes. where Damn. he plays the prince. Oh, I gotta um, watch that. And obviously, like. I was a kid then. He was like, I don't know, like 18 or like some, you know, somewhere like early, like late teens, early 20s or mm -hmm. whatever. But he was such a nice guy and he was so fun. And then like since then, like he would always did other stuff around our theater, like community. And we knew that he was all going to be, we knew he was going to be big. Okay. And so then we just saw him like he moved to Seattle. He did some stuff in Seattle. Then he moved to Broadway. Then he started doing TV and film stuff. And then I'm like oh, like, he's on 30 Rock. So I'm like, I got to check out the show. And then the more that I checked out the show, I'm like, this is actually a legit show. It's, like, hilarious. It's really fun. It has just such a... It's one of those shows that's nice, too, because it's, like, there are, like, you know, deeper themes and stuff I think they explore, but there's also things that, like, when you get home from a long day at work or you just need to unwind, totally. you can just, like, sit there, have a, you know, iced tea or whatever you want, whatever your drink of choice is, and, <laughs> um, you know, just sit back and relax and not have to, like, overly exert your mental capacity but it still absorbs something that's quality yeah so i like that aspect of it and then i also liked um the fact that it takes place in new york the greatest city in the world um that was a hamilton <laughs> half reference. of this podcast is going to be lee and i singing hamilton. i apologize i'm a big hamilton fan why would you lee please don't apologize for that <laughs> that is one of the things i cherish about you so 
go for it. I will not apologize for doing what's right for. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's too late I feel like I'm just setting you up. Okay, so like, okay, Kelsey, um, calm down. That's not Hamilton. You can't do that. <laughs> We're not just singing songs. It's too late. I can go that way too. It's too late. Oh to no, 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 no more. Okay. No um, more One Republic. <laughs> okay, so um. New York, though. I love New York. I love, like, just the whole, like, behind the scenes of any production thing and stuff. And so there's a lot of things being in, you know, the entertainment community, myself as an er entertainment professional, that I can Mm -hmm. relate to as well. As far as, like, you know, the politics of it, the crazy people that you meet there. So it just was very familiar and very comfortable for me to watch it. And then... I just love all the other guest appearances, too. You know, like... there's so many um, good ones. There's so many... Eight, Matt Damon. Oh, no, not... Yeah, no, I'm getting... Seven, okay, my bad, my bad. Okay, six, five. I don't don't know what I'm talking about Because I'm watching you to work right now. Oh, yeah, so it must be... No, but you're right, he shows up. He does show up. Did you love that Patti LuPone shows up I do love that Patti LuPone shows up, too. God, she's so good. I don't know, so I just, like, I loved all those things, and that's what drew me in, and then I was like, I should go back from the beginning and watch this. Good. And on a side note, I always, like, judge, like, watching shows and things based on, like, people that I feel like I could be friends with, and because I feel like Matt Damon and Amy Adams are the two celebrities along with Lin-Manuel Miranda that I could be friends with. <laughs> I'm just like, I'll watch anything that Matt Damon's in because I'm like, I feel like I know you. And Matt Damon, if you ever listen to this, please let's be friends. Okay. <laughs> I'll work on that. That'll be my life goal is to make you and Matt Damon friends. So that. that's my connection with 30 Rock that brought me in the Broadway community like and people of that brought me into it. But then I was captivated beyond that, you know. That's and from so then we've had like a very, you know, fun relationship. We play together. We, you know, sit and enjoy each other's company. It's great. You're my favorite. That's such a lovely way to describe <laughs> this. No, I did. And that's the thing I really wanted to hear with you is, um, you know, as a director, you really enjoy performance. And we're going to talk about the method acting because we've got some Janie Jimpler stuff today. I Absolutely. Go but the thing I really wanted to ask you is particularly there is a real sense of Broadway on the show, obviously, because it's New York. And, uh, J- you know, we get um, Jane Krakowski is a Broadway delight mm-hmm. and uh, has had a good couple of years in the past year or two. With Absolutely. The, she loves she me. She loves me. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to fail this so bad. It's all right. You're doing good. You're doing good. That's why I need Take you. Take deep breaths. That's why Take I'm deep breaths. Inhale, That's why we brought exhale, you in. Inhale, exhale. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> was that... We talked about Cheyenne Jackson. Was Jenna Moroni and her Broadway bits and pieces and like just Jane Krakowski in general, was that a draw for you? Did you enjoy her performance? I did enjoy her performance. Now, like she probably is because I feel like, I mean, like she is probably one of my favorite characters. So like my favorite characters on the show would be Jenna and Kenneth just because I feel like I could be friends with Kenneth too. He's just like Absolutely. fun. He's quirky. He's just he's like lovable. Every time you see him, don't you just want to like give him a hug or something? He is. Fr- yep. I mean, we are diehard Kenneth fans. In this this is good. Okay, so we're oh, all on yeah. the same page here. This is good. You were in good company. Um, but yeah, no. So I knew Jane Krakowski. Actually, the first exposure I had to her was Once Upon a Mattress, nineteen ninety eight Broadway revival of Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh my god, and, dear God, I love you um, so much. <laughs> she played Lady Lady Larkin, I believe. Yeah. So that's how I first knew of her, and then I'm like, oh, she's a Broadway person. She's on Thirty Rock, but that wasn't what a initially drew me in because like I said like I knew it but then you have other things to watch like American Idol and um, other teen dramas that we don't need to go into right now it's fine you know, there's no judgment um, you know like <laughs> One Tree Hill space. you know the OC you know all of mm-hmm. those things <sighs> so it's like I didn't have time for 30 Rock right away but then once I got more into it Jane Krakowski is a very lovable fun love you know fun quirky character and because she's an you know she is an actress too on the show and in real life you know but obviously on the show it's like I I get her vibe you know because I vibe with actors I think actors are fun they're frustrating they're (laughs) great they're they're all things they bring out all emotions in everyone Mm -hmm. but you know so I 
which I is do what feel they get a connection for. to her. <laughs> exactly, which is good, and they do a great job, you know? They do. So I do feel a connection to Jane, I guess, if that's, or Jenna, I would say. Both yeah. of them. Well, I find this interesting, because I haven't thought about this, but most sitcoms are filmed in Los Angeles, and so this mm-hmm. sitcom really gave opportunity for a lot of New York actors, a lot of Broadway people, a lot of different performers, based up there, who normally don't do a lot of like TV sitcoms because I would say 90% of TV sitcoms are filmed in Los Angeles, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, most of them are filmed here. So this show is really unique because it gives a lot of opportunity to your to the yeah. Patty Lapone. So she mm-hmm. did do an incredible turn in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> uh, she's so good. Um, so I think I hadn't thought about that and why that w- uh, how much that would appeal to you, but this show really does give a voice to a lot of different New York actors who don't get to uh, participate in the scene quite also, as much. Also, can I like make another comment about the show? So like, Please do. Another thing that I find very charming about the show is the music, the little instrumental, yeah. like the Jeff Richmond. I don't know if you guys have covered. Okay. Oh, we Jeff Richmond is our hero. He's so great, though. But I feel like it's like there's a like a like that jazz sort of thing, you know, going on. Mm-hmm. But also mm-hmm. like that sense. There's a sense of theatricality to it, and I feel like it's always like the opening of a song, and I'm like, okay, burst into song now. <laughs> it's like you're sitting there, and it's like we need to get this, you know, we need to find a name for the, you know, like whatever totally. it is, you know. I'm like, was there ever there wasn't a Thirty Rock musical episode, correct? No. <laughs> No, no, no. There no. really should have been. I yeah. would have loved it. They did the, the closest tropes. Well, I mean, the one, the one is the the Muppets episode where everybody sees each other and oh yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. You're very special, can But it's one I line. Think you're very special. Yeah, they just needed like a whole like you know other shows have done it. So mm-hmm. like when there's lots of music, e- there are actual lots of songs. Exactly. In that. We get Muffin exactly. Top. We get Where a Bar Mitzvah. We and do those have are great that, too. Yeah, man. If they if they had pulled a Scrubs or whatever and done a full on musical episode, that would have been incredible best thing ever mm-hmm. that would have been fun well here i think we should head into our 30 30 which totally. is our 30 rock news slash what have we just seen lately that made mm-hmm. us think about 30 rock so 30 30 30 30 i love that you got into this lee thank I'm you got that this. deeper i'm a fan of i that. know we need to just keep it we'll just have you pop in every week daniel 30 van kirk style just <laughs> do that okay so i think i have you have actual, one today but i have one later okay so i don't know that, but I think because it's the first episode we're recording after this has been announced, this is not my 30-30, but I think we have to talk about it, was the announcement that NBC, that they want, they're talking about, they're wanting to bring back The Office, West Wing, and 30 Rock. Was 30 Rock one of the ones? I didn't hear this. Oh my gosh, you <gasps> didn't. Wow. No, I thought you were, were going to talk about something else that no. I was like, that's my 30-30. This no, is one of those that they're wanting to bring back. That's amazing. Oh, it's because of this podcast, guys. 100%. It's because of this <laughs> podcast. Because of you, 30 Rock <laughs> comes back on the air. <laughs> Guys, I seriously think uh, we did it. Yeah, so I don't... What if we just shut down? Right, we're like, we all right, well... well, you, well you succeeded in your goal. Yeah, so there's talks of it, I think, for 2018. And it, I can't remember what the... I had, like, 47 people send me the articles, and I didn't click on any of them. It was the clickbait. No one sent me an article. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I don't know what about uh, it. We You're even got alone. a shout-out on the podcast all the time we have, because they, they talked about it, and they were like, we know that they're doing a podcast, be happy about it. So... Um, we are celebrating joyfully at this moment. Cheers, guys, with our tea. Yeah, cheers. So this is a 30 Rock. Can we cue a cheers yeah, 30 Rock. Song? Don't you have one? I do. It's just on the ground. Make that <laughs> I clinked my microphone with the glass. Uh, you guys, you every time we, che- we like clink our glasses together, can we play the Cheers theme song? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Everybody go. knows your name. Yeah, so there are talks about that right now because they're talking about how Will and Grace, how it... Yeah, they're I'm like, excited about that, actually. I'm actually oh. pretty hopeful about Will and Grace too. coming back. And I don't but how it's Will already gotten renewed broad, for its second season too. before the first ep season has even been released. Because they're doing short seasons, right? So they're all like, we can do this on well, the Well, it, it was originally... I was, and this is based off of the other podcast. Well, they were originally signed up for, I think, eight, and then it got pushed to like four 
14 or something. Oh, wow. That's still it 14 is compared to like sitcom. It's nothing. Yeah. So that's that's a possibility, which I think is exciting. Um, and I think because we talked about this, I can't remember if we put it on the air or not when we were talking with Jamie about how like revival versus renewal and how we think Third Rock, it hasn't been off there long enough for it to have felt like. Ugh, like you shouldn't do that that this is kind of just like continuing and there was a pause versus a complete done i would love to back. see what they would do right now i would love to see what they do and again i would really hope that some of the you characters the from episode. unbreakable kimmy schmidt yep, would just show up that would be amazing uh, defuan totally. <laughs> oh man um this is great news but uh, what was your uh, this oh, is great news can I ask her <laughs> like yeah when they bring these shows back are they thinking of doing the, they're still going to get the original cast for these yeah, shows i think that's always the yes steve carell comes back to the office mm-hmm. oh yeah that Oh, is, is it original cast or is it final cast? Oh, that's a yeah. Yeah. Would probably all of final the above? cast would probably make sense. All of though, the above? If they're continuing on from where they left right. off. Okay, which that puts like we've never talked okay, so I was telling someone the other day that I've watched all of Third Rock a million times, except for the final episode I've probably seen twice, maybe three times. Like I haven't seen the final episode as many times. At the end of the final episode, don't they jump forward a whole bunch of years of Thirty Rock? Oh, interesting. I I'm pretty I've sure only watched do. it like twice That's, as well. Yeah, it's like the weirdest thing. I've, I can tell you everything about Thirty Rock except for that final episode. I'm pretty sure it jumps ahead, and it jumps a little bit, but I think it's more like not like in a scrubsy way, but kind of in a scrubsy way. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. So, but it just makes me wonder. Like, would you pick off? Would they pretend that final scene didn't happen, or would they pick off from the final scene? I can't remember. I'm gonna feel. What would you? I think Mid and hers. I think they pick up today because there was such about topical humor and like, I've been watching at work. I've been watching episodes, and they were doing. There was that plane episode with uh, with one of her boyfriends, who we shall not go into detail on right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so. But it was dealing with the fact that there was all these slew in the way that now we're having issues with like uh, airlines treating people really roughly. Mm-hmm. Back then, mm-hmm. it was them keeping people on planes for ungodly amounts of time yes. right. with no end in sight, and they made a joke on that. They were so timely. I think they would want to bring it to current days and put them in the middle of whatever they were doing, and maybe mess with it a little bit. They were always the right amount of irreverent with their own storytelling, you know. Mm-hmm. Putting it in current down and like just comment on that too, like would give them a lot to play off of too, you know, yeah. just to make it and it makes sense that they would do that, so it would be very relevant to, you know, today. Yeah. Wait, Kelsey, what was your thirty thirty though? Oh, my actual thirty. So I'm like reading how Third Rock ends, and there there's something we shouldn't talk too much about. Yeah, this, we though. won't. But I I think that there's something weird about like how where would they pick up? My actual thirty thirty. Oh dang it! I could do two. I'm like adding so much. Save one. This. Just save one for well, next time. We're well, recording okay, against the him. one. Well, the one thing I sorry. Now I'm like the one thing is that I finally seen Baby Driver. This isn't my actual thirty thirty. But I've not only seen Baby Driver. I saw it three times within forty eight hours. Because it's an incredible movie, it, and really? I was right. I yep. I made you two were one hundred thirties about it. You were one hundred percent right about. It. I literally saw it Friday night. Saturday morning and Sunday afternoon. It's one of the best films of the year. It was it's incredible. So okay. I have said this to multiple people and tell me if you think I'm right. I am comparing when I'm explaining it to somebody, I'm saying it's Italian job meets fast and furious meets La La Land. Because of the way the, because <laughs> we <laughs> both went so silent. Okay, well here, let me see. Here's uh, the so thing. I did not love La La Land. I'm going to say that first and foremost, and I know that people in the oh, industry have issues with it. You just hurt Lee's heart. I know. My but, heart. But my heart. That, that has I I and I, and I say and I but I know how much it resonates with people in LA. So I I didn't think it was bad. It did not. I it did not wow me. It was beautifully done. Whatever. But. I say because of the way that the characters in La La Land especially interact with the music, that's how Baby Driver, you interact with the music in that way. And I just thought it was, and the bright colors, that sort of thing. So that's how I was, I've been telling that to people and everyone has told me I'm right and I'm curious if you think I'm right. Uh, 
can I comment on this? I mean, Lee, take yeah. it away. Okay, so here, first I might of just all, turn this into my 30-30. I can I can accept this now because when you first when you said Italian job, I'm like, yep, means Fast and the Fear, Fast and the Furious. I'm like, yep, and then when you said La La Land, you lost me. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. no. See, but I was I, the first two are what lost me. That's interesting. But when you said the third thing with like the music and the colors mm-hmm. and all that, I totally get that because the music does play a very a huge big, part huge part in Baby Driver, and it would not be the same without the music and also with the world, the colors that they yeah. have there add so much to it. So I, okay, so I, I vibe with you now. I cool. would say Thank Smokey you. and the Bandit, which I haven't seen, so I can't really speak. <laughs> <to you. laughs> but I would say it reminded me a lot of like Smokey and the Bandit meets um, What's Up, Doc. If y'all see that Peter Bogdanovich film? Nope. No. Oh, it's a great one. Meets, um, oh, I had one more and I lost it. Kimmy's just it. picking random Meets American now. Graffiti. No, okay. American Graffiti. So I graffiti. haven't seen any of those movies, so that makes no sense to I, me. But I sounded so smart. I saw <laughs> American Graffiti. American Graffiti is dope. I could see a little bit of interesting. it. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I would disagree with you only because I think I have more experience with the movies a little bit more than he was actually referencing. He was making okay. like a very particular mm. type of genre mm-hmm. film. Um, and so, like a Steve McQueen film, you know? Okay. So he was going for something like that. So, but I can so see why you feel that. Explaining it to the not film buff people, the Orange AKA County Kimmy. people. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Um, I could see why you'd say that. And I think, I would just say, I would be worried it wouldn't appeal to the Fast and the Furious crowd. I could see it oh, appealing no, to the Italian I've, job it, crowd. It, it, it appeals to uh, I've I've had people said they love it's the car chasing scenes that they love it's yeah. the action it's they're so much better than the Fast and Furious ones too because it's not CGI those were all right, right, right. there was only a very minimal CGI used in it yeah, I saw that I have actually heard other people too to support what you're saying say that fa- it did remind them of the Fast and the Furious for that right. very that reason that gives me very complicated feelings right now and I love <laughs> I love Fast and the Furious I've Let never seen show. Fast and Furious oh but I know, but we're in, see we're in similar <laughs> issues we're throwing out references that we are not we're cashing references I just thought a random a reference, for. you know, like all about Eve. <laughs> I just wanted oh to throw gosh. one out there. I don't know what that relates to anything. <laughs> I just wanted to throw <laughs> a random reference because I, I felt love, left out. I love all about Eve. We're going to have a long. Oh, my gosh. We'll Betty do an all Davis. about Eve podcast. Dear Lord. <laughs> Could we do that when we just talk about it? And then slowly we you just try to take over my life as we do it. Okay, let's Perfect. do it. Let's do it. It was a great all about Eve joke. And guys, we'll do it y'all. with Betty Davis. Oh, my I'll, God. We'll both talk like Betty Davis we'll just, and Kelsey. We'll just get Olivia Havilland to come talk shit about Betty Davis. She's still alive, too. Yeah, she's Let's doing do Ryan it. Murphy right now oh. for talking for doing feud. Yeah, we got it. We gotta do this. You guys, I'm gonna take a pause and say, why don't you look at the adorable hummingbird outside? It's so cute. There's oh, a sitting on your outside. lights. It's lovely. It's very cute. Also, I didn't know you had a pool. Mm. <laughs> oh, because no one's now. about to use it. But anyway, anyways, that was my real thirty. Th- my other thirty thirty. My real thirty three was that I saw Spider Man last night and Donald Glover's in it. He, okay. Oh. Why don't we save that? Why don't you use yeah, that I'll in the future, that, just in case? I just saw last night. That's so relevant it was in my forever. Yeah. But I'm glad we did Baby Driver. That is three thirty thirty dedicated to Baby <laughs> Driver. Boom. John Hamm. It's that good. Everyone goes. People. Okay. All right. Let's talk about 30 Rock. 30 Rock. 30 Rock. No, that's not how we do it. Kelsey, we've been doing this for so long. Oh, I forgot. My bad. Get get your game together. I got this. All right, Kelsey. Just make it very cultish, though. 30 Rock. I mean, we are for sure a cult. (laughs) Absolutely. We are for sure a cult. But, Kelsey, why don't you um, intro us this episode? Let's intro this. So, this is season three, episode 14 The Fun Cooker. Uh, Air date was March 12, 2009. Beats Nuker. Yes, my little yeah. sister's birthday. Director was Ken Whittingham. Okay, I had never heard that man's name before. And then I looked him up on IMDb, and he has done everything. Like, he is absolutely insane. So he has done 
The Office, Scrubs, Entourage, Grace and Frankly, and Breakaway Commissioner, Great News, uh, Trial and Error, Modern Family, Blackish, Speechless. Like, he's just Superstore. Are you? Fresh wow. off the boat, Grandfather. So, Dr. NB- he's Ken. NBC's number one guy. Le- legitimately. Like, I was scrolling. Or I Universal was, Television. Parks and Rec. I was going to write down a few of them. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Mindy Project. I was like, okay, he's done everything. So, but basically, you're not Ken Whittingham's. Whittingham? Whittingham. Whittingham. Yeah. You're Ken Whittingham's biggest fan now. L- I was like, how have we. This is the, the first. 30 Rock episode that he did. Happy endings. Two broke girls. Like, I just can't. Ken, you got some big fans over here at uh, Los Feliz. We love you, Ken. I can just go on and on and on and on. (laughs) on Go on. on. Oh, Community. Uh, Oh, I love that show. Yeah, he did a. We're big community fans here. Basic genealogy. Like, Desperate Housewives, Cougar Town. Okay. He's done a lot. Wow. He's now doing 30 Rock. This is not. This is his first episode, but not his only one. Okay, so he did more. Yeah. Um, then writers this episode was Mr. Donald Glover and I saw that Tom Seraulo, which literally his only writing credit is 30 rock and some other, like the life of uh, Jack Donaghy. And he's been, uh, like every minute he's like four entries on IMDb, but interesting. Only, yeah. Hmm. So I wonder if he's friends with Donald Glover or something. Maybe he's like, Hey buddy, come here. Like, let's write this together. Yeah. I, I need like a it. favor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my recap for the episode. So the three storylines. First, we have Tracy's having some issues with the FCC after he um, lets his mouth run wild a little bit. Uh, Jack is struggling with coming up with a name for their new little mini microwave. That doesn't offend everybody. <laughs> and Liz is put on jury duty and she's finding um, a very deep connection with the person on trial. And that's uh, disturbing a little bit. I love the woman they got for that role. She was so yeah. good. He opens doors for me. <laughs> that's a Jackie Hoffman. I'm take a nap. Actress. <laughs> I think it's I've seen her in things. So she, I was be. looking through her, her IMDb credit and she's been like in everything. She kind of reminds me of... Um, uh, Judy Greer how because her book is like I don't know where you don't know I don't know where I know you from which is what people always say to her because she's always the best friend or has the one-off role and that's what this reminded me of when I was looking through Jackie Hoffman's credits dipping into the kid what else has she done like or what are some of her credits oh I can tell you find them out please do I will if my she reminds me of the woman by Big Fat Greek Wedding who was like uh, who's really angry because the grandma is like in her yard all the time Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Watch yeah. her. It's so not. She's in something else, but it <laughs> might be of her. <laughs> so she was definitely, she was in Garden State, um, but she was in, she's Esther in Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life. She did A Voice in American Dad. She did an episode of Girls. She did. Uh, Just getting some really good character An episode work. of the Michael J. Fox show. She did an episode oh, of The Good thing. Wife, an episode of Inside Amy Schumer. Okay. An episode of Melissa and Joey. Like she, and an episode of Raising Hope. And like, she's just done a lot of, like one-offs like she's only on one episode of 30 rock um she had one episode on as the world turns uh damn jackie hoffman we got some big old fans over here well done two episodes of dora the explorer um damn she was in legally blonde too like she's just done a lot of kind of she was oh she did the voice of 29 episodes of dilbert hmm so I didn't know there was that. a show. Yeah. <laughs> Dilbert had a show? Uh-huh. Yeah. Weird. Yep. Yeah. So she's just kind of kind of done a lot of little one-offs. She's fantastic, though. She's so... She just she's fits it so well. So delightful. well. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, you want to talk with the Tracy and FCC thing first or Jack and the Microwave? Let's do Tracy FCC and then we'll go to Jack and the Microwave and then Liz. Um, how's that order? I love it. We take this by plot, uh, by A storyline, B storyline, and C storyline. That's our. I love that's it. That's our system. So let's go with, I don't know what the Tracy would be. Probably B. Yeah. 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 I would mm-hmm. say so. I so enjoy the bit where he goes passing out and cursing on the St. Patrick's Day. 
it's nothing, <laughs> it's nothing sacred. sacred. It's so good. <laughs> oh, it's so charming. Oh, that's such a great line. Okay, so the Jackstrom. That's what we said we were starting with first. No, we're doing Tracy. Tracy, Tracy first. I'm sorry. Gosh, my you don't Man, listen to me. I'm not. I was trying to eat a Pringle quietly. Work wife? <laughs> right. We are my work wife we're and you don't listen. We're in a relationship. <laughs> I mean, that's what's happening I here. don't know why that tickled me so much. Anyway, continue. Um, okay, yeah. So Tracy, it it that's not the opening, but the first time you see Tracy and Jenna in this is they're getting yelled at by Mr. O'Cannon, who has a sash that says St. Patrick's Day Parade official. And... They're in trouble because they were on there. Jenna is so busy and overworked with the Janice Joplin stuff or Janie Jimplin or <laughs> Janie Jimplin, whatever Janie her name Jimplin. is right now, that she's exhausted. And so she fell asleep on stage and Tracy's response to that was, wake up, mother. <laughs> Which is such a weird response to give someone. I love like, it. So, when I get married, I'm going to turn to my husband. I'm like, wake up. Wake up, mother. mother. <laughs> <laughs> love it. It is really well delivered. It is really well delivered. You know, I think that's what makes, like, the lines that he has, I mean, in this episode specifically, since we're talking about this, but in every episode, his delivery just sells it, you know? Oh, totally. Like, even if you're like, that was totally inappropriate or totally, like, you know, that could be somewhat offensive or whatever, he just sells it, you know? And Mm -hmm. that's what I love about him. Absolutely. Um, And I love when Jenna, she goes, as I'm sure you know from reading my blog... Um, and I wrote, I never assume someone reads my blog or listens to my <laughs> stuff. You're and also not a narcissist, that's which she very is. True. That's a good point. Okay. And then the Mr. O'Cannon says the line, that's no excuse, ye banshee. You and this gravy face have slarnied up a real Donnybrook. Gravy I, face? I don't know. what. Okay. If you look up gravy face on Urban Dictionary, you get some inappropriate responses. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of ways that can go. Totally. And then like every word though, you looked it up and th- there, I can't figure out what any of those things mean. So, you know what? I think it might've just too been the Irish randomness of it or whatever. And like, the Irishness. They're like, what the are the most Irish things you could say? I Banshee. didn't know what all of that stuff meant either, but I'm like, <laughs> I, that was one of my favorite lines of this episode. Totally. No, it's so good. It's just the most, they found the cutest, oldest Irish looking man they could. Oh, I know. And mm-hmm. he's just sitting there and like, yeah, like, oh, uh, he's just so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote Ugg parades because I hated marching in parades when I was in band. So. I'm so mm. sorry, Kelsey. They're so boring. I always wanted to march in parades. No. I never don't. did. Oh, uh, don't. But I want to go back a moment to Tracy, <laughs> Tracy Morgan and Tracy Jordan, because I think I, when I was younger and watching this, I think I just, and th- because they, they don't change his name very much, I feel like mm-hmm. I didn't give a lot of. I didn't give a lot of credit to the nuance of his performance because I think I assumed he was kind of just playing a, like a, a more extreme version of himself mm-hmm. because they didn't change his name. I thought that too. But I think more and more I'm realizing how um, how not fair that is of an assumption I made. Like he he plays this character that is kind of an elaborate version of himself, but there is so much choice and nuance to a lot of how he approaches his character. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just realizing the technical skill of this performance much more than I ever have before. And I really respect it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and like, you know, coming from a directorial point of view, you know, just seeing those little nuances, whether it's physicality, expression, or line delivery, all of those, I mean, there's five million different choices he could make, you know, mm-hmm. but when you think about it, you do see that there is some smart acting going on there, that he's actually thinking about what he's doing. It's not just like, eh, I know that I can do this. It's, it's an easy thing, you know? Yeah. And to some degree, it may be as well, because obviously... When you do like, you know, TV or film, they want you to act, you know, as natural as possible, too. But he does it very well. And I can tell that there are specific choices 
that he makes as the actor to bring out the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know why I never really like leaned and like thought of like went into it heavily. I think again it's because of the name thing. I just assumed he's playing a version of himself, but I I, I never gave that credit to him. And so I think this episode is when I really started thinking this one and some episodes I'm watching at work right now. I just I really have started appreciating his performance. My confession about Tracy too. When mm-hmm. I first started watching the show, I just thought that like he was like Tracy Morgan was playing Tracy Morgan because the names were so similar to yeah, Tracy Jordan, uh-huh. you know? And so I just thought it was like, oh, Tracy Morgan playing himself. I'm like, oh, that's interesting that they have this sitcom where this guy is just playing <laughs> the himself. Weird himself. And, and then, like, I stopped, you know, a little while later. I'm like, oh, they're actually, they're different. Okay. But then again, the stories they tell behind the scenes about Tracy are so obsa- insane so and absurd. I love them so yeah. much. Still one of my favorite appearances of all time that Tina Fey did on The Letterman Show is she tells stories about Tracy. When, and so when great. she does her impression of him. I know. It's oh, so, it's so good. great. It's so good. Oh, I love Hilarious. It. Mm-hmm. But no, so now he is completely caught up in this episode with basically he realizes his power. So much of 30 Rock is Tracy realizing someone and everyone being like, no, how yeah. did he figure that out? <laughs> um, at him? least the past two episodes were. Yeah. But um, uh, this whole thing is him basically now wanting to say whatever he wants and trying to find the ways to do it because yeah. Tracy loves his freedom. So I, the, I, and so it was interesting watching. Oh no, that's uh, the next episode is about Tracy and money too, which is always just such kind of like they're both two money related episodes. But yeah, so his way of oh I can do whatever I want, I can just pay the fine and be fine. It's like <laughs> no, but then the advertisements are gonna blow out. He's like, well, I'll just I'll become the, the advertiser. Um, and his little advertisements of like, is this 30 seconds yet? Dang. I, like, I was just going to comment on that. I loved how, like, I mean, how he does it. And it kind of reminded me, I don't know if you guys ever, like, had to do this. I mean, I feel like we're all talkers here. But, like, in speech class or something, when, like, you know, in high school or whatever. Run out like, the clock. You have to do, like, you know, two minutes, a uh, two-minute speech. And sometimes two minutes seems like forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, but usually my, like, biggest thing was I just wouldn't shut up. And so I'm like, okay, I have to, like, my teacher would be like, an hour, and f- I mean, a minute 45. And I was still talking. I'm like, like, I have like three more points yeah. to go to. Come on, come on, you know. But with Tracy, I've also seen people. I've been on the other side where it's like, is this thirty seconds yet? You know, you just ca- are trying to fill the time. And my favorite moment for Tracy was at the end when he's talking about like my wife and I have some. You might have written this line down. I'm not sure. Like my wife and I have some used towels. You know, like if yeah. you want them, they're out by the garbage can. <laughs> Which, he's like nine okay, seconds. This oh. totally reminded me of when I was on a motorcycle trip with my dad a couple of years ago from Southern California to Ohio, and you're like driving through like these long roads and you just get like the local radio stations popping up and it's like Sally's gonna be on vacation next week it'd be cool if somebody could water her plants like that's what it reminded <laughs> me oh of my god him. did that actually happen yeah I can't remember if that specific quote is coming from a TV show or not but 100% as you're driving through it's just the local like and so and so and so and so and you're like oh my gosh I like, find everything that's not the coasts fascinating fascinating, fascinating that's indeed. so interesting I mean you lived it dude I've never I'm from here so we're both <laughs> from here so we have no idea but no he's he is just so ridiculous he's trying to fill this time and he's just that's the one thing about tracy he is so in in, such an insane balance of incredibly rich and and um what's the word privileged Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and incredibly homegrown that is so fascinating to me and those two things always make really good comedy definitely um i forgot so like kind of like uh in parallel with that storyline because jenna and tracy's story kind of doesn't follow the same path but they start the same mm-hmm. is jenna struggling with this whole sleep so exhausted mm-hmm. and so that means dr spichemin we get back. some great and that woman that he's like working with who doesn't get a single line nope. who i wrote at first like oh a hot nurse and later he, no it's dr yeah who calls him dr vicky she's now a doctor she's <laughs> dr vicky. vicky i know we're that fighting but can i have your like... keys to your car yes. 
And that doesn't sound like the name of like some like daytime like talk show like Doctor Phil, Doctor oh, Vicky. Totally. You know? Like that's a, when I heard that, I'm like, that's what I thought of right away. I'm like, mm-hmm. why isn't this a daytime talk or not even a talk show, just a daytime help show? I would watch the two of them, them have a show till the cows come home. Absolutely, that's um, what we got to be amazing. fighting. That's what we got to be fighting yeah. NBC about. You get that? The, so like Jenna goes to Doctor Spachaman like, I need help with this, and and he's like, Man, I'm busy between my medical practice and this job. Yeah, <laughs> and he's sitting in his doctor's office. Oh. Um, and then he hands her the brochure that's like, You're simultaneously doing a movie and a TV show at the same time. Like you can. Do I love it. it all. The Frank, who is it? Frankie Muniz, Raven Simone, and Catherine Heigl. Yeah. So I was looking to see what they were. So at the same. So Frankie Muniz was doing Malcolm in the Middle and Agent Cody Banks at the same time. Oh. Cool classic Catherine Hyde was doing grays and was also doing like 27 dresses knocked up killers was doing like everything and then Raven Simone was doing like a bunch of like Disney movies while doing that so Raven and stuff hmm. so Cheetah Girls Oh, che- yeah, oh yeah, Cheetah yeah. Girls, yeah. Yeah, that, that was it. And then you can burn the candle at both ends. And that they're testing out this pill that wants to be used by the U.S. military and the WNBA because why not? Um, Those but, ladies got to shoot some baskets, you know, all day, all night. And, and then go home and like take care of kids, right? Is that the. Oh, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. That's so funny. I think that that was. I, I they need this women, pill, you both know? in sports and at home. They need mm-hmm. so much energy. That's funny. They're uh, like kids, you know, they're crazy. Yeah. And then she's like, where can I sign up? Please, we don't want a paper trail. Take 25 <laughs> of these for the rest of your life. Oh, I, my God. See, that's what I love about just like, take 25 of these, you know. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I liked the line that he said something about like, you know, it's like, I watched you know, watching a lab rat or something for like eight hours. And then it's like, well, I sit back into a crowd. Do you know this? What do you know what I'm, I'm talking trying about? to remember what you're walk me th- walk us through it. I can't remember. This. When is that? Is that when it's, it's like in at the beginning, we was talking about the pill thing. You said something about like watching a lab rat for eight hours or something or a lab rat, like doing something for eight hours while he just sits back and does a TV crossword puzzle for eight hours. Oh, I didn't write that line down. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember how it goes. Exactly. I don't remember the exact line, but it, it stuck out to me though. Just cause I like TV crossword puzzles too. Oh, those are great. But it was like that parallel is like, Oh, this lab is so busy. And like, I'm just sitting back here, you know, and doing crossword puzzles for eight hours. Right. Well, let me say this. There is an, uh, X files episode that follows this plot line pretty closely too. Really? Where basically there's like these dudes committing murders and you find out that they were <laughs> spoiler for this one X files episode. You find out uh, they were, were in Vietnam and the government tested them and pretty much made it so they can't sleep anymore, but it starts breaking them. Uh, and so Boulder's right? trying to unveil, like, un- bring back the curtain on the government conspiracy. But that's all I could think about in this whole episode. And this is a much lighter tone. Oh, yeah, I and imagine so. It's just really funny seeing all the visual gags of, like, Jenna being like a rat. Her, but, uh, yeah, her, yeah. her just, her like, twitching. twitching. Dear Lord, that'd be so hard to do, though. Like, imagine, like, just her constant. She'd have to be on set just, like, twitching constantly. Right? Like, you have all the, like, five-hour energy drinks. I know, they're just, like, giving her Red Bull. The other thing I thought about too, and I don't. This is a totally different context. But did you guys ever watch Saved by the Bell? Yes, mm, I've seen parts like, of it. There's like that episode. I don't know if I remember where Jesse takes caffeine pills. Oh gosh! And she's like super like amped up on them and stuff, you know. And I don't know. It just reminded me of that because of the whole like hyper pr- hyperactive sort of mentality, you know. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing I wanted to say about the Tracy storyline that I've covered the, the the main points for him is he's just kind of again another plot mover. He's just there yeah. to upset Liz. Mm-hmm. But I really love the idea where he's like talking to Ken. He goes, "Wait, you're not in charge anymore." Right. And I just <laughs> love how much Tracy wants Kenneth to be in charge. I wrote that too. <laughs> how much that's his ideal world because Kenneth will do whatever he wants. But also how much he trusts and respects Kenneth. Kenneth should be in charge. He loved it. It was really really funny to me because they have the same weird 
weird logic that world works for tracy well and we see that a lot in the next episode we see that a ton mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. much tracy really does love kenneth and how much kenneth just doesn't want no beards or mustaches in the workplace <laughs> or menstruating women Menstru- or oh, menstru- that, okay that was i wrote that line down actually it's like where it's like attention everyone all menstruating women go home right that was a great line and then the other line that i like from kenneth too is he's like you know because he's like wait if no one's in charge then who's gonna yell at me for goofing up the lunches y'all yeah. like well, kenneth yeah <laughs> that's what frank responds with. yeah i'm so but intrigued that ken is obsessed with, with power structure though and also when he's a bit sexist i'm always like come on ken oh yeah it's always a, a little a little interesting um but so those those stories well, oh and then there's the the line where Liz comes back from something and she was like something something the boss you hate or the friend whose birthday you oh, love to forget yes. and Je- and Jenna goes oopsies like she's just like all twitchy about it I know it she should they so just had funny. to like speak up the entire time it's so funny the yeah. way they pepper her through Well I think we should get uh to I think we should talk about Jack well, then we should talk hold about up. Before oh, do we have more storyline? What, what did FCC I miss? complaints. <gasps> no. You're right. Okay. So Kimmy found this link months ago. I know. We were like, we're going to talk about it. And then we never, we never did. did. So part. So Tracy curses on live TV. The FCC is getting all these complaints, which the federal bunch of sticklers, according to Tracy, is what it stands for. And Kimmy found this link that contains all of which is 14 of the complaints that the FCC received about 30 rock during its run. Oh, wow. Uh, we will totally post this article because it is so funny. What are uh, like a few of them? So one of them, I'm which it up is right now. in regards to um, probably time submitted one. They don't tell you like what exact episode mm-hmm. the season was, but it was like Tina Fey called someone a son of a bitch. I was shocked as this is supposed to be the family hour. The show comes on at 8 PM in my area. Like that's what the complaint was. Huh. Um, and then there was upset that somebody said, kiss my ass. Uh, where is, there was one. Uh, oh, oh, there was one where they were talking. We haven't gotten to this episode yet, but so there's an episode later on. It's the episode where Kelsey Grammer is on it and they're like the best friends club. Mm-hmm. And she, and so the complaint is, well, watching TV with my family, my husband flipped the channels and landed on KNWA 30 rock. The image on the screen was a young man on the floor with his pants around his ankles in his underwear, holding what appeared to be a pornographic magazine in his hands with a plastic bag on his head. My six year old little girl was sitting on the couch and saw that image before the channel could be changed. We do not have cable for this reason. This is a very indecent and not acceptable. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Pete on the ground that they're trying to frame him for. Something. Oh, yeah. So mm. it was fake, right? Yeah. It was yeah. Totally yeah. Fake. Or and then there's somebody who's upset. But during this program, one character says to another, have you been soaking your tampon in vodka? <laughs> I consider this obscene and indecent, and I'm asking the FCC to find KTVD and MyTV. Also, at the end of the program, they showed a woman kissing a man dressed as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, these complaints are just so... Oh, can I read this one? Yeah. They, there's literally no letter. I love all these letter formats. Dear sir slash madam. This <laughs> one is literally just this sentence. Actor went to borrow a cup of sugar and said it was to put at the end of his penis to see if a hummingbird would eat it. <laughs> I don't remember what that was I don't about. remember that at all, but that feels like a Tracy thing. Oh, and then, and then, how is it that NBC got away with naming an episode of 30 Rock MILF Island? M-I-L-F is acronym for Mother I'd Like To. Mm, that is shameful. The show repeated it again. Where in the world is the decency rules and why are they not being enforced? Cable is bad enough, but NBC... Please. I was in radio for 25 years, and as a GM, I can tell you that I'd be hung out to dry if I ever left that on my airwaves. How in God's name does it get on prime time? 
Kelsey, you do so well at reading these. I just want to like sit back and like listen to you like read these in like different <laughs> voices, pretending to be like all these different people. That'd be so much fun. It's, it's like the on on uh, on Fallon, right? That he's had people come on and read Yelp reviews. Oh yeah, that's great too. Oh man, I could. Oh yeah, he. I love. Day. I love when Aziz reads those Yelp reviews. I think there's one about this episode because they're upset about how they pr- uh, portray St. Patrick's other, Day. It's the other St. Patrick's Day. I'm oh, sure. mm. you're right. The one with Den- when oh, when somebody comes back. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> um, but we will definitely post this link so you guys can read them because they're really so funny. funny it's mainly just out of context misunderstanding but also i think they finally put the show oh wait again i so the problem is i'm watching other seasons with co-workers right mm-hmm. now and i'm mixing them up but they end up putting the show up at 10 so they can do more yeah oh that's they have less they did issues it, yeah. yeah but oh, those are so delightful i enjoy those so much let's talk about jack's storyline okay so why did I enter you right when you ate a <laughs> Pringle? Ate a Pringle. So Jack's storyline. So he has been working with the micro. Oh, it was keep the people downstairs calm because we have a new product coming out Friday. And they just found out last minute that the name for this product was inappropriate or offensive to people in Europe. So they got to come up with a new the name. Bite the Bite Nuker. The Bite Nuker. This is so great because this establishes. Uh, what's her face Van Leder uh, this is Sue Miss LaRoche Van Der Hoot yeah. yes, which is the first time we've heard her last and it's name. great when she's like that's like what did she say it's like that's terrible that's awful that's awful, yeah, that's like, awful. Sorry, like, yeah. I love this LaRoche. too first of all fun fact my parents are in the French German region right now they're in that Ooh. like Alsace region so hey mom hey dad so this go outside on and your say patio and yell that <laughs> see what happens um, Which is they were trying to do it for like so the fun co- or no hey what did they initially come up with the name for it? the mini the micromate n- no 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 the, it's the um, bite nuker that's what they came to and they realized it doesn't work I thought there was something else before that too that's yeah I didn't think that that was the very very first thing, no there but was that's another... what it translated as uh, I don't remember though pocket microwave uh, I really liked when Liz starts pitching names oh yeah yeah favorite. yeah yeah. Oh yeah, her names that she I wrote them. My down. favorite was Porta Hottie. Porta Hottie, that was my sure favorite the too. Best the one. small wonder, the microwave, the Porta Hottie. That's one <laughs> is so funny to me. That just sounds gross because like Porta Potties are so like hot and gross and like airy and like. Don't think about it too much. That's, I, that's, Let that's it go. all I think of Let when I go. hear that. And there, there was that one line too where it's like, um, that guy's like, uh, he's like, you know, wait, they found out or they know what a hot Richard is. Yes. That was a great, that's great too. <laughs> <laughs> that that's up. so funny. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, hat, reverse pendulum. Which I love. I, that made me laugh and I don't know. Why? Because like a reverse pendulum. Oh, duh, because it can't thing. go. Yeah, like it cracked. I, I know, I was like, I can't, it. what is this? Well, I st- I couldn't see so what the bottom now. word was for a long time. His hat the whole time, like the angle of the camera was weird, so you could bear you couldn't see the bottom for a long time till finally there was another angle where he was sitting in the. Ca- it was a struggle to find the name. Mm-hmm. It was a first world thirty rock problem, <laughs> thirty world problem, thirty Ooh. world problem. Ooh, new phrase. Hashtag right. Thirty world 30 problems. problems. <laughs> so from here on out, you guys should start using that. That's for sure something we're using. Something like. Hashtag third world but can I just I say though this Miss LaRoche Vanderhooten thing is mm-hmm. amazing because this is the perfect example of when they just were like we really want to make a joke ooh we'll just oh we'll just have Sue she's Sue Vanderhooten we haven't <laughs> said anything she's Sue LaRoche Vanderhooten and then she is now French German for the rest of the entire season yeah. Yeah. it's like a runner now and I love it I love that kind of joke world that, that like canon building is so funny about the so show great. so this is the textbook example and I was excited to get there absolutely and it just sounds cool to say LaRoche Vanderhooten it is right, really great. Good the way name. he says Miss LaRoche 
Vanderhooten. <laughs> so, like, if you're an actor or something and you're doing vocal warm-ups, you could say La Roche Vanderhooten over and over and over. <laughs> you, know, you guys heard La from the Roche source. Vanderhooten, La Roche Vanderhooten. So, all you actors out there, do it. Guys, I like that. he's the real deal. Trust him. I like that a lot. That's so funny. Um, I also really like um, Jack. So, they're working on this, and then Jack and is he doing... Tur- he turns to the writers for help come with a new name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, they're coming up with them. Apparently, they're terrible. Um, but then there's a scene a little bit later that I really enjoyed where he's um, Liz is freaking out because she has... We'll get to it, but she has jury duty. And he's, like, pitching her, like, what her show How will quickly, be. Uh-huh. You're going to have the bear talk... The bear robot the talk robot, show. Robot, yeah. You're going to do... A, jo- we're going to have Josh doing a bit. Was Josh a bit- is in this episode. Yeah, he hasn't been in a while. A De Niro. Can I hear one? Can I hear one thousand? Jenna sings a song. Clap, clap, clap. Or moderate applause. I think he ends up singing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the way that he did that was so great. And But then earlier, man, he has just that great burn when he's in the talking to the writers. We need help. And Josh goes, we should make T-shirts. And he goes, yes, you're in charge of that. And then his next line is, this isn't TGS, guys. Let's not shoot for the middle this time. Mm. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> such a burn. And it's, it's a great so burn. Freaking good. And then I love Frank stands up and because he early he was not wearing pants because he thought Liz was gone. And Jack is just like, absolutely not. Shut <laughs> <laughs> it down. Put your pants on. And we're going to get this. And then there's the whole thing that happens when they're like, it's like what, a day or two later, they still came up with a name. And so Jack is like, we're just going to pull scrap. Oh, I love, I love that. Scene. Oh my gosh. And then so the first like one was like V A G. Nope. Nope. And then like N I. And then just, and it goes to two for, it goes to two for space. It's great. Oh my God. And then the last, just all of it once Hitler. It's a great joke scene. It's so funny. But then they get the name from Kenneth. The, yes. This is really yeah. so. Kenneth pro, uh, pitches the fun. fun oh, it's like a fun cooker. Okay, but first, like, John. So he, he like turns. He says like now to the underlings or something. And turns to Jonathan, who starts pitching like, "Well, I want a comedy and an action." You're like, "That is, what, what does that have to do with <laughs> no anything? action and romance?" Oh, that's action, action and, and romance. romance, which sounds like a dope movie. Poor Jonathan, <laughs> we'll never know. He looks so sad. Sounds when like shut Baby down. Driver. Uh, <laughs> it does actually. Actually, it is. Damn it. <laughs> And then and then he goes to Kenneth and he's like, oh, it's a little microwave. It's like it's like a little fun cooker. And you're like, bam, golden, perfect name. We got. This. And the reaction to that's really great, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The fun cooker. Like, it's just so it's, it's a terrible name, first of all. But <laughs> oh, this is so cute. Though. What were you going to say, Lee? We'll keep going. I have a question after this. Well, this is what's really interesting. So, again, without ruining anything, I'm in season five or six right now. Uh-huh. I'm watching with people. There are crazy parallels because in season five or six, there's an episode where Jack takes something, an idea of Kenneth and sells it as his oh, own. Yep. Mm. And it's trying to be like, what do you need? And the way they settle it is a hug. Uh-huh. And that's exactly uh, what's happening. Yep. He's like, oh, a yeah. Hug? Kenneth, I owe you one. Uh-huh. One hug, hug you mean? <laughs> and it's so funny because I'm like, oh, Kenneth finally but, gets his but hug. But Jack doesn't give him the hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Kenneth, and the, the, the later season finally gets his hug. But it's, I love it. I think it's just, again, I will sing the praises of the show. It's another sign of excellent character work. Totally. That this, the same situation in a different way pops up, and yeah. Kenneth is the exact same. He wants a yeah. damn hug. That's all he wants. But I just found that, like, and also him being in charge was something that was happening in the ep- episodes, too. It's just very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So... Very I love funny. that a mm-hmm. lot. So that w- that was what I was going to say. What was your question, Lee? Okay. Well, first of all, when I hear the name Fun Cooker, it makes me think of that like Easy Bake Oven from yes. Mattel. It well, looks like, like an Easy Bake it's Oven. Tiny and yes. little, like, and it it for sure looks like yeah. one. I'm just like, oh, that would be, you know, that's the first thing I thought of yep. when I saw it. And I'm like, oh, that rem- takes me back to childhood. Secondly, totally. though, um, what would you guys have any better names for a pocket microwave? Because I was thinking Ooh. about this. I'm like, if I was what in the room. What did you come room, up with? I 
didn't really. <laughs> you know, that's why like it's hard. I'm not it a good is writer. hard though. You know, like I don't think I could do any better. Like, mm. too bad you couldn't call it a hot pocket. I like I like the micromate. I thought that was cute. Micromate is probably the like best thing. Mm-hmm. Porta hottie. That's all I can uh, come back to. I know it'd be hard. Ooh, I'm trying to think of really bad ones. You know, I like the alliteration <laughs> thing. They like the M M. Yes, or, totally. You know, Tara micromate's like, the best one. I like that one a lot. Mini micro pocket. Mm-hmm. Pocket, pal. No, pocket, pal. pocket pal. But that sounds like a Tamagotchi. Oh, it so, totally you know. does. Totally. Okay, Feed so, me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I was just curious though, to see what you guys, if you guys had any ideas on that. I know. Well, why, seriously, why are, do microwaves not have ham buttons anymore? Okay, I'm sorry. Who cooks their ham on the microwave? Oh, Liz Lemon. <laughs> well, obviously. Bas- aside from her. But <laughs> I wrote that and I was like, that just, again, like, and I think it, because I was already on the train of thought with like, the porta hottie and like the air <laughs> and the smell and then the idea of cooking a ham in the microwave. Also her obsession with ham, not pork. Yes. Ham, ham. always makes ham. me laugh. It is the most f- like farm food I can think of. I love ham. Like that I is my go-to lunch meat. Ham. Ham. See, I would go to turkey, but I like uh, I like Roast ham. beef easily. Uh, I don't like roast beef if it's from Arby's. I don't want cold roast beef. I want hot roast beef. Interesting. But on a side note about ham, we ra- I raised pigs, and one of my pigs was Your life ham is so interesting. We, uh, we had a pig <laughs> you named ham, it ham and bacon, and then Aww. we butchered them later and ate them. Were they good? Oh, yeah. They were great. They were great as, like, pets, and they were great as, like, <laughs> food. They were a multifaceted plates, animal. You know? So, uh, multi-purpose. Gross. You have such a different life than me. Oh, and then Liz just being so excited that it's waterproof, too. She can do it in the shower. You know, to be honest, though, that would actually be kind of convenient to okay. have, like, a little pocket microwave and to be able to, like, warm up, you know, like, warm things and have it be waterproof. Then you could, like, go swimming and warm up your food at the same okay, time. Okay, I can say pool. Okay, yes, pool. I'm, like, in the... You and I were both on the same, like, in the shower. There's a whole, uh, on the Best of Friends podcast, they talk about this because Joey eats in the shower. And there's where they were talking about, like, what are the good shower foods? And, like, shower beer, like, that's a legit thing. True. Um, there were a couple years ago, my friends and I, when we'd have a long day at the end, like, it was with the staff on a drum corps. And the, in our little staff group, it would be, like, end of the long day. Oh, my goodness. And everyone would post a picture of them, like, in the shower with their beer can. Like, you can just kind of, it was just kind of a weird thing that happened every now and then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. It was weird. It was great and fantastic. Um, but that's uh, the, uh, the idea of, like, I, by the pool, that makes a lot more sense. But I wouldn't want to be heating up ham to eat in the microwave like a pickle makes sense like a pickle if it gets like as far as the food you would eat in the shower like, in the or right. i was thought you say microwave like no. i would microwave a pickle and i was just like you are a crazy <laughs> no, one no but like a pickle or a cucumber you could eat in the shower like you wouldn't want to eat a sandwich in the shower because it would get wet and soggy right you're looking at me funny like maybe carrots. i just feel like it's, it's weird this conversation is so weird oh i don't eat in the shower okay, she's okay. just saying if you have to yeah because i'm trying to think but i wouldn't want to eat anything hot like i just don't understand yeah it's a valid point it's but that, the po- but poolside though poolside makes total sense or, the beach or something yeah <laughs> bathtub i don't know the bathtub like a what would you i can picture you sitting in the bathtub like a with microwave like meal wine and cheese but you wouldn't heat up cheese to eat with your wine you could then if you could, it's mac and but cheese. then what you could do is you could like light like incense sticks turn off the lights light a candle you know listen and to meditation beep, music beep, and then like <laughs> you know have your sandwich or your mac and cheese you know as you're that would have been a great closer like a post credits kind of joke on the show was liz in the tub with uh-huh. the wine that and the been, beeping that, of her microwave 
Oh man, I, should, that'd be a good time. Why don't they ask us for our? Opinion? This is what we're pitching, y'all. The revival, you know, right? or the I don't know if it's Get called the revival, on. the reboot, whatever you want. Yeah, call I don't it. know what they're gonna call the it. Come, the return. And I don't know that it's official yet. It was just whoever the head. Of, I can't remember who the head of NBC is right now, but like who they said, like these are the shows we would like to bring back. Mm-hmm. Um, I have lots of feelings about the West Wing too, but that's not this podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so then the last storyline. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, Liz. That cold open with her too is so good. Yes. Okay. Which I. I love- yeah, her or the container store yes. stuff, which I can relate to. I mean, I talked about this in my little Amazon promo. I literally just bought You're very organized. Hang- and it made me feel so like my closet is normally color coordinated. And then I bought all these teal hangers. And so everything is the same. And I, I just understand like sometimes you go to the store and you buy all these things. I did this in our department a couple years ago. I literally went to Target and bought like 15 different types of containers. And I'm like, I'm going to organize all of our cables. And I got there and they sat on my desk for about three months. <laughs> it's very true. And I just think the key to that whole story is for saying, I'm I'm going to be wonderful, which is what those things sell. Yep. That she is going to be wonderful. That This is going to fix her. It cracks me up that line. It's very insightful. Like a phoenix rising from, from. or this is going to be the worst day ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. And she has a poor chip tooth. Sorry, go. I don't know, saying going back to earlier references we're talking about La La Land, he says in La La Land, um, the Ryan Gosling character says, I'm a phoenix rising from the ashes. Uh, so as soon as she started saying that, I'm like, oh, okay. La La Land. <laughs> when does he say that in La La Land? Like at the close to the beginning. Or mm-hmm. Like because his like sister, it's w- the scene with a sister. And then she walks away or something. She's like, you need to pay your bills and get your life together. And he's like, I'm a phoenix rising from the ashes. Huh. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, int- sure. oh, duh, because she's mad at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, right. that's what I thought of. Anyway, interesting. Going back, but that the opening though was amazing, and like mm-hmm. she just she does such a good job too. Just her timing and her deliveries on all of that are just so once again so well done. Like God, Tina Fey so is Tina Fey is amazing. <laughs> In case we hadn't made that clear throughout this podcast, and when she writes Mean Girls the decided. musical, which is coming soon to Broadway, that did she will be write amazing it? Too. Mean yeah, Girls, she, yeah, yeah, she did. I knew yeah. she wrote Mean Girls. I didn't know she wrote the musical. Yeah, she did too. So her and uh, what, did her and Jeff Richmond do it together? I, I don't know. So. I hope like so. if anyone was going to, it'd be her. It'd be Jeff Richmond. Okay, we didn't talk about this earlier. I'm sorry. Did you watch Smash? Absolutely. Okay. Good. I love Smash. Thank you. Me too. Well, when I watched Smash the first episode, I'm like, this was made for me. Like, mm-hmm. this was literally, they thought, like, oh, Lee needs to see. This is a show That's, for Lee. It definitely catered to a very specific type of people, and I love that with every ounce of my being. And I feel like that's unfortunately why it didn't last, yeah. because there were only things that, like, theater type of people get or mm-hmm. people that are exposed to that world will fully get that's but very true it was like everything that i love oh, anymore. it was so perfect I, oh, so everything about it okay sorry anyways i'm not I'm like, we didn't talk about liz. that earlier anyways so liz is saying that liz uh what's her face Ceri's like you have a jury duty no i don't like i just had it like no in new york you said to be more proactive i said to, I I said to buy, buy which is such a funny joke because so it would make so much sense that she would say be more proactive mm-hmm. right. but it's liz <laughs> she yep. just needs proactive because she has adult onset acne and poor also, baby good job Ceri. like you are being more proactive. Like, I'll say this. This is a true feeling when you're an assistant, though, is you're trying to be proactive and you just do the wrong effing thing. <laughs> Every and you're time. just like, oh, the, it, and that's like my constant fear anytime I have to make decisions for anyone. Mm-hmm. And like, at, where I'm just like, what if this, there's some weird thing I don't know? Like you're supposed to read between the lines and what they meant to say. And it's just always, it's just always hard to know. There's always something that you don't know, which is fair. That's life. But <laughs> I just have this constant fear that I'm going to pull a Siri and I'm going to re-register someone on accident Aww. when I'm trying to be useful. I've been there before. 
dude, it's the worst. But I like, I like, Suri is capable. Suri has some good moments in this episode. I mean, there's another moment later I want to highlight. Oh, me. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we're on the same page. So Liz now has to go to jury duty and she's like, it's fine. I'll be up there and back real quick. She decides to put on her, um, what her Princess Leia costume because that always works when she was in Chicago. She got, you know, she didn't make it through whatever it is called. But this is New York. Things are different in New York. She's normal in New York. And I love when like the like Leia. she's they're like drop the voice. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Can drop the voice. So she's in her princess. She's holding up a Playgirl from the early 1980s, which looked like it had Donald Trump on it. I, I thought point. it was. <laughs> I pause it. It's Nick Nolte. Uh, oh, mm. even better. <laughs> even because I, I legit saw that and I thought the same thing because he did oh a lot God, of that stuff. Trump. No, no it was. it's for sure Nick Nolte though. That's I actually think I like that more because mm-hmm. Nick Nolte is such a hoot. I love that. Oh Very my definitely. goodness! If you particularly if you're trying to put off the aura crazy, Nick Nolte's the way to go. <laughs> oh, I, okay. So she's. I'm heading up there. I'm, I'm I'm heading to courthouse, whatever. And I I was realizing earlier. I'm like, oh, Pete is in this episode because they say Pete is spending spring break with his kids. So that's why there's no Scott Adson in this. And episode. that's why she's so crazy is because she doesn't have him balancing her out to support your theory. Yes, and we've talked about this that that is who she needs in order to balance her Even out. Even though he's so crazy himself. Oh man, but they're, they're never crazy at the same time, which is no. great. Can we talk about that jury she's put on? Oh my gosh. Who was your favorite? Oh, I I think I liked the uh, the Christmas lights. Christmas lights. Is, uh, d- you mean Stranger Things costume? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I heard. I read on. I think it was on the AV Club article. One of the guys on the jury, maybe it was Christmas lights guy, is the same person who plays um, Les Moon uh, Moonvest. Is Moon was Moonvest on the jury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dear, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was him as Moonvest. It was the same actor. Oh, interesting. My favorite was Child with Mustache. Yes. Because <laughs> all I could think about, pretty much any time I see a child being adult, all I think about is that plot line on BoJack Horseman or Princess Caroline. Have any? you watch BoJack? You don't like animation, I know. Have you watched this? I have not watched it. I've heard of it. Though. Lee, I think you'd really enjoy it because it's an incredible satire of Hollywood. I probably would. You really, really would. But this is what I'll say is there's like a running thing where this woman who you're always feeling bad for starts okay. this cat woman. Um, starts dating someone for like a huge amount of the show and it's clearly two children in a trench coat <laughs> on each other's shoulders with a hat. Um, and it's very funny and sad, but that's all I could think about this child with this mustache, just looking up, trying to look older. <laughs> but yeah, those twins were straight. All I saw were that was the Christmas lights, the twins, and then the kid. Was there yeah, anyone the else twin- good? No, those are the, the three that I, or four. They're I the ones that I pop. Oh, they totally. for sure pop. The Christmas lights one was my favorite personally. Good. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty like great. Just because of the Christmas lights, you know. I, you do Love Christmas. I, love, I love Christmas. You know, I start listening to Christmas music November 1st. Christmas season is Ugh. in full swing. You're one of those. Non-stop. <laughs> Kelsey's a Kelsey's a Scrooge. A little bit. Like my iTunes playlist for Christmas you. music, two two days and like two and a half days. I got. Like I'll, I'll give you this. Albums. You would have fun at Christmas if you were doing Christmas stuff with Lee. Probably this we year celebrate. you're coming to celebrate Christmas with me, and you'll <laughs> love it. Yeah, we're gonna win her. We're gonna get her. We're gonna win you. <laughs> and it's also because like you're supposed to wear red and green. I'm a redhead, so I can't wear red. Like, you can wear whatever you want to. You can wear like Kelsey. Moon. No, Kelsey will colors. fight you on this. I have strong opinions about what redheads can wear. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an issue on the show because there's redheads on this many show. Times, gotcha, many times. Gotcha. But it's gotcha. okay. But I appreciate the the wanting me to appreciate. I think Christmas is great. I just am like day before, day after. Speaking of redheads, is Elisa just still in Puerto Rico at this point? Oh, yeah, probably. Okay, we, they haven't even talked about her. Well, because te- didn't they, they kind of sort of break? They didn't. No. Yeah, because she's gone. And she's then, just in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah, okay, got it. Cool. 
Good they didn't break up, but yeah, she's just gone. So this one, so Liz is on this jury now, and it's the story of uh, Miss Galky or Miss Galk, I think Miss Galky. Miss Galky, and she works at Mailboxes Plus, Plus. Mailboxes which Plus. felt like Mailboxes, etc. Exa- from yep. The Office, one hundred percent. I literally almost just which said is a real place, but uh, I thought Mailboxes Plus was a good way. It to do might it. be as well, though. You never know. I also love the sentence "doing sex." Oh my god, oh, to yeah. each other. Her, I think my favorite line though was, "I sent Malik uptown for eight inch boxes but he returned unrepentant with 12 inch ones. <laughs> also going back before that too i like the line where like she's like i can't be on this jury because i'm a hologram and yeah that's <laughs> such a, a good hologram it's, just, it's such hologram. a great line <laughs> it's such a, oh man now what's the fir- the one she says in the earlier episode when she's princess leia um is i can't be on this jury because i can read mine yes yeah. yes which is not true to princess leia so whatever or she's cross-referencing her uh I'm just saying, she's, it's just ridiculous. She well, needs to get her maybe references kind together, of later. You know? It's uh, true. So, and so you find that Miss Gawky, she set post, what are we Mailboxes, mailboxes plus. Set, plus. Mailboxes plus on fire, because that was the way to handle. A cleansing. The cleansing. But and I, I will rise like a phoenix from the there ashes. There we go. And then the way they're just slowly, they're doing the slow move, I believe, zeroing in on Liz and that. Maybe, is it a still shot or is it moving in towards her? I think it's moving in towards her slightly. Remember. I love a zeroing in shot. It always makes me feel things <laughs> it's and so then she is like all right she's guilty whatever and and then liz is out in the hallway afterwards and she's like where are you going like i'm going to prison where something will open my door and i get to nap and whatever everything she says all these great things that liz is just speaking to liz it, it's soul. so crazy how much that would really appeal to liz and it's just so crazy the idea of finding those <laughs> things really appealing i'm gonna take a nap mm-hmm. and then she's like doesn't she say like i'm more free than like i'm yes. freer than you'll ever be or yep. something like oh that oh my yeah. gosh she's so crazy but it's interesting when you think about it because you're like in some ways that's kind of true too you know because mm-hmm. liz has all this stuff going on yet this you know woman can just like chill yeah I know it's like, oh, that does sound it. When, when life is stressful, you're like, you know what? Can I just check into prison? Yeah. <laughs> but like, don't put it on my well, record. <laughs> it's kind of like if you've ever played the game Monopoly, when you have, when you're that person that like you're going down the row and there's this whole row of hotels, uh-huh. you're like, can I just pay to go to jail, please? So I don't have to like, right. you know, <laughs> land on something and watch my like. Right. You're like, can I just go steal something from that hotel room real quick? Yeah, exa- exactly. Exactly. Monopoly can be a really stressful game. That's all uh, I gotta say. I'm. Yeah, I can tell you a story about playing Monopoly and why I don't play it anymore. Oh, you will tell us later, man. Yeah, you will tell us later. It's pretty funny. Um, let's wrap it up with this final scene that's where everything where everything combines. Where uh, Jack's finally excited because he's got the fun cooker. Yep. Where Tracy has decided he can just pay for all of his own ads and say whatever <laughs> he wants. Where Jenna is a bear in the robot bear <laughs> talk show. Which is the second time now the bear costume has shown up because we've talked about like it does. I think it's only the second. The time. bears in it a bunch in the background too, right? Because I know. Oh, the bear in this in Paris episode, Hilton. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, in this episode. No, but in general, the bear is a costume. The robot bear talk show is a running th- like talk thing. Right, on the but because I, I know that we. Because okay. it's the bear and Paris Hilton have to make out in like the second episode. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I think this is only the second time we've seen it, though. Oh, so, really? I, so I think it's we more. do see it more. It's all a blur in my head because I, I watch it all out of order. I know, right? It's confusing. So they're all back. In, Liz is back from jury duty. They're all. He's trying to convince her it's okay and uh, that he's got it under control. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's like sitting there watching it happen and. You get Tracy on stage, and he ends up saying, 
Here comes the fun cooker. We'll try well, to cover because Doctor Spachemin is attacking. Yes, Jenna trying to make go to sleep. go to sleep. Jenna, go to sleep go or you'll die. You if Jenna doesn't sleep, she'll die. Did you look at the robot though? The robot is just flailing its arms next to <laughs> it, doing nothing, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Oh, it's so good though. It's so good. It's so funny. And Jenna, when they're like, oh, the robot, and I wrote here Jenna's roar. She roars at one point. Oh, she just has this on? little like like she's so crazy it's in this so one. So funny. So he slammed. Go to sleep jenna go to sleep and then tracy here comes the, the fun, fun cooker, cooker. that's oh, a great moment too and it's tracy doing that here comes the fun cooker jack for is a like, second time and he's like oh my gosh the fun cooker that's your butt um and so then liz is back and she's just da, 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 and tracy's like can we get some diet slice and some slice and some pita chips up in here <laughs> i like felt her fury in that moment because it is so frustrating and she just shuts the door and she like spots the matches and she's like, all right. And then she like lights it and then is like, never mind, but throws it and doesn't realize it's on it fire. Sets it on fire. <laughs> Actually sets it on fire. Which my favorite and part. And she yells, what? bite nuker. Bite nuker. <laughs> <laughs> which makes sense that she would know that cuss word. Oh, which is 100%. Great. Yeah, yeah. That's 100%. such a good joke to have her saying it. Yeah. The language of the show is just divine. It's so good. And oh. just how they bring it back around too, like, you know, like it shows up again and again. It's such yes. a callback. And it comes full circle. I almost yeah. wonder if they would sit after the writing of show and be like, all right, now let's read it again. Where do we put the call? What, what yes. do we make a callback? Like yeah. they must have just chosen over and over. We need another callback. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe they just sit there and be like, damn, we're good. I think they <laughs> must pat themselves on backs. Honestly, As let's go should. get drinks. Yeah, that. that's for sure what happened. Um, but my favorite part of that scene is then the firefighter. I like how Jenna like flirts with him and then Suri just sees him and jumps into his arms. Right. She's already out of the room. She doesn't need help anymore. She's out completely and just hops into his arms. It's so cute though. It's so cute. Cute. And also, Dr. Spachemin walks by and he says to Liz, nice try, Liz. Now it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, that I is so him. dark. He's so um, amazing. But then it just comes completely around where it comes out where he pulls and it's all of her melted containers from the opening scene are melted. Her life's fire. never going to be perfect the way she wants, which is no. such a, it, which it's weirdly like the running message is that life isn't going to be what she's trying to make it. Yeah. She needs to just, uh, but she needs to go with it and, and work. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. The the running theme of this show that we're really going with Liz is that Liz it isn't at the beginning she doesn't have the life she wants so she keeps trying to make it happen and where we're trying to go is see like how does Liz Liz actually end up having it all yeah which without ruining mm-hmm. thing is I would say Liz does have it all by the end yeah she yeah. totally does yeah. and I think this arc what, yeah. is so meaningful to me particularly as like a mid I guess I'm late twenties now, <laughs> late twenties woman, mid late twenties, whatever guys <laughs> like this arc of like having it all. How do you get there? And her always having to learn that she can't always make it happen. And I find that really lovely. Yeah. So that was making it much deeper than it was intended Life to lessons. be, but I will <laughs> favorite lines y'all. Oh goodness. I have several, <laughs> but someone else can go first. So I don't steal them all. I'll Uh, I'll just say mine was I'm going to become wonderful (laughs) is my favorite. How about you, Lee? The ones that I wrote down was I'm going to become wonderful. And then I just found it funny when he's like, you know, um, attention, everyone, all menstruating women go home. Yeah. It's just so (laughs) great. Oh, Ken. It's so good. Um, I like that twice the same line is said, everybody shut up, shut up, Lutz. And it's said by Liz and by Jack when they walk into the room. When they're flustered. (laughs) um, Which is just so freaking funny. Um, and then when they're when uh, Tracy and Jenna are sitting in Jack's office and I can't believe you did this da, 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 and, and Liz turns to Jenna and she's like, look at you. You're spreading yourself too thin. I own, own too thin. And she's like, I only heard the thin part. Oh, that's such a oh, funny yeah, one. That's a great I moment. only heard thin Liz. That one's just kind of I think that was that's uh, a great line. That's a good joke. Yeah. And then there's the great scene that just happens when um, it cuts to 
like it's got Dr. Spachemin and Dr. Vicky watching the different actions that the rat is doing. And he's like, he's been climbing against the cage for hours. And then it cuts to Jenna filming a scene. Oh, yeah. And her like clawing against the window. And the director's like, Jenna, like, no, this feels more natural. This is what my character would be doing. And you're like, okay, okay, Jenna. Mm. Method acting. Yes. And it's so good. I think we covered it. I. Woo. Love it. That was so. That's such a fun episode. It's such it a, great a great one. Episode. Here comes the fun cooker. Yes. Mm. Oh man, it's uh. so good. Well, Lee, thank you so much for coming on this episode. Thank you guys for having me. This I has think it's been so much fun. We will have to have you on very soon. Probably a Cheyenne Jackson episode. Yeah, yes, that please. would be really, really great. We'll have you back. Um, Lee, do you have any plugs or anything? You know, will be anywhere. Um, I know you've been working with some theaters. Is there anything in particular you could plug or bring attention to, or social media? Um, you can follow me on. There's some projects that are in the works right now. I'm not ready to fully promote them yet, but totally fair. You can when follow you're ready, me we'll promote them for you. on. Oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, just at Lee Pugsley, L E E P U G S L E Y, Instagram and Twitter, and you can catch all my latest happenings there. You do Love cool it. stuff, dude. You do cool stuff. You guys too. You guys are cool. <laughs> Aw, thanks, dude. Um, you can follow me at, at Kimchi Lucas everywhere, and um, you should come September twelfth to the Nerd Melt for the show Unusable. I'm producing. It's gonna be dope. That's all. Cool. Yeah. You can find me places at Redheaded Blonde on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can find our podcast at Talk Thirty Rock to Me on Instagram, Twitter, Talk Thirty Rock to Me at Gmail dot com. And if you're gonna be in Palm Springs at the end of August, come find us. We'll be yeah. at Comic Con Palm Springs on Sunday Woo! for a woman in podcasting panel, and then a live show. I'm pretty sure that live show, I'm not in episode, we'll record it and then it'll be released as an actual episode. So yeah, you'll at least get to hear that hopefully. So yeah, be it'll be fun. But yeah, Rockin'. I think I think that about does it for today. Oh man, here comes the fun cooker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye guys. Bye guys. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.